0: Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a podcast. Not only is this a podcast, but it's our journey. A journey that we hope you want to ride out with us as we intend to educate you guys, inspire, talk about past and current experiences, and to make one thing to stop judging others. Most importantly, stop judging yourself based on others' views and perceptions. With that said, you'll be hearing from me, myself, Austin Kirshner, but along with our journey... On this podcast will be my mother, Kathy Kirshner, and my brother, Dylan Kirshner. With that said, welcome to Silencing of Stigma. We're going back to the roots. All right, what's going on, guys? It's uh, another week of the Silencing of Stigma podcast. It's been a long time. Uh, driving on the way over here, and I was actually kind of excited to be back and uh, talk to you guys. I knew what has it been like four weeks, something four weeks, like that? Four weeks, yep for a whole month and uh driving over here i hate to say it but uh summertime's over sadly we hopped right in the right in the fall and i'm not liking this weather to be honest but uh yeah i want to thank you guys for listening if you guys are tuning in this week like i said it's been a while but we actually have a, a guest here with us today and before we hop into that, we've been doing a lot of different things. We've been traveling, New York. That's a, that's a conversation to be had in mm-hmm. a future podcast. Um, you've been traveling to the beach on all your different adventures. That's what I'll just say. Put it okay, that. thank you. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> we had a long uh, conversation before this podcast. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. But uh, I want to welcome our guest. He uh, reached out to me uh, a while back. We haven't talked since high school. Yeah, it's been I, a while. It's been no,
1: it's not since, I no, since. Oh yeah, since, since, Kyle. since
0: Kyle passed away, you were there. You were there, and uh, yeah, it's been a while. And you, uh, you used to drive. I guess you drive by the house all the time, and you decided Every to stop day. in. Yeah, decided so to stop in, and we uh, we actually talked for a long time. It was like three or four hours. Yeah, and then we went on a date. That was the day <laughs> after. Like, Dude, let's, let's not get
2: too far ahead. Did yous really go on a date? Yeah, we did. Easy, we went, easy. We went putt putt. Did y'all? Yeah, two grown-ass men. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wedding right across the street. What? So if you guys don't recognize his well, voice, this is Jacoby. Jacoby's
0: is our, our guest for today. <laughs> He's going to be a uh, future guest as well. He's got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. So uh, welcome, Jacoby. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we can
2: talk about our date that we went on.
1: Yeah, I didn't hear about this date.
2: Oh, it's better. It didn't really start out as a date. No, it did. No, because I hit you up and I said, you want to go on a date? <laughs> did it start out that way? I, think it did. I said, no, we want to go to the driving yeah, range. Yeah, you said something about going to the driving range. Yeah, and we got there and we didn't have a driver.
0: Yeah. I don't for know those you... that you don't know how to play golf, there's different clubs that you use. There's, um, yeah, I'm not too familiar with the clubs either, but there's a driver that you start with, which is for a distance. And then you have your, yeah. what's your other clubs called? I don't know. Like uh, ones, twos, and threes, or something like that. Yeah, and then the putt like putt. the nine, we were using a nine. But then you were using all the, oh, the irons, the nine iron. Like it was those different irons. You use them for like the distance. You want? It, you, I don't even know how to play all to <laughs> yeah, we, be honest.
2: We too. used what a nine. Yeah, we used a nine. Yeah, we were ripping it. <laughs> yeah, and then you used the kid's driver.
0: Yeah, so we went we, and, did, we, we went inherited one. guys. We're inherited, right? And I'm like, yeah, let's, let's go. I want to, I never had, like, I haven't hit golf balls in how long. So Jacoby hits me up and he's like, let's go hit some golf balls. I'm like, Just all right, cool. Balls, <laughs> so <we're there. laughs> we walk in, right? And uh, we order a bucket of balls, which was a hundred balls, right? For like, what was it? Twelve dollars?
2: Yeah. You got to say what happened after that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I will. I'm getting there. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Jacoby and I, we were friends since junior high. Junior high, dude. I remember yeah, at yeah. lunchtime, you you knew my brother first. You knew Dylan first. You yeah. guys came close, and then
2: well, and then no, we had home room in high school.
0: Yeah, that's how we really got close. Yeah. But in junior high, I always remember you, you eat pizza with your ranch.
2: <laughs> no oh, mayonnaise. Oh, mayonnaise. You
1: say pizza, and I have mayonnaise.
0: Yeah, me and Dom, me Dom and Cody, and yeah. Also, he knows Dom. They were best friends. The one Dom, we had him on a. The really recent, not the recent, but like the really beginning podcast we had in one, but you guys were close. But yeah, I remember you eating your pizza and your mayonnaise every day for lunch. I still do.
1: You just ate that pizza without mayonnaise. Yeah, I know, but... There's mayonnaise in the fridge. It's, it's no awkward
2: pizza. to ask for it. Like, yo, can I get some mayonnaise for my pizza? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're
0: walking to Heritage. we buy a bucket of balls, and uh, we go over to the clubs that they have. Well, they only had a little kid's driver, which is probably like three foot... Three foot long. (laughs) You got to bend over to use it. They had all the different parts. The the club, other clubs. So we grabbed the 9-iron. And uh, this little kid's driver, and we go outside... He's over there with the, at the platform, and in the meantime, I'm going with these coins. And I, I stick the coin in the, the machine, <laughs> and the balls start dropping out because I thought you had to press a button before they start dispensing the balls. Okay. Well, they started dropping them <laughs> and started rolling. With no bucket. With no, no bucket on underneath. The buckets were right to the right side of me, and I'm trying to collect all these balls. And they really, Luckily, they only came out 25 at a time, or else I would have had a whole bunch of balls on the floor. Oh, but and it gets
2: better. You continue the story going. So we couldn't use that driver. Because you had to bend over the whole time. So, so we, we took this back. We were like, yo, we're going to Dick's. We went to Dick's. You did not. Yeah. Wait, Exploring you kept Bits. the balls? Nope. No, no, we, we used them balls, but we just hit it with the nine. Okay. There's coins. So, we had three coins. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Each so, one was like 33, which we thought was 20. So, we went to Dick's. <laughs> okay. And, like, drivers are like $550. And we're like, there ain't no fucking way. We're not using them. Period. We're not used. (laughs) So we find used ones. We get that. We go back. Now the guy's out there with his golf cart now, going around picking up the balls, and I got other guys beside me. So I'm telling them look, look, fifty dollars to anybody who pegs the shit out of this guy. And I mean, so the whole time me and Austin are just ripping them, and we can't hit it because we have terrible. We're going into the fields. you know, we're almost hitting houses over to the left and right. Never straight ahead. We were, were actually to go. playing on the
0: actual course, if you think about it. Yeah, our ball was going yeah that they far were on right. the course.
2: The guy's not picking up anything over there. So like, <laughs> so, if mean, you imagine, so we got this guy over here beside us getting drunk, yeah. and he's trying to hit him. <laughs> and then some girl's dad comes up, and he's trying to hit him. And so I keep telling him, $50, let's go. But we did something good after that. We bought a, what, it was $50? I think it was a $50. And some kid came up, he was playing with his dad, so we just handed him that golf club and he said, hey, keep it. Yeah. It was like $120 worth or something. Yeah. <laughs> we tried selling it <laughs>
0: because we got used at Dick's yeah. <laughs> because it was the cheapest thing yeah. <laughs> we could find. I think it was actually 75 bucks or something like that. I don't know. We were trying to sell it to them kids that were inside us. The, actual, the stickers threw out the actual price on it, so we cut off the discount. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The actual sticker I kept, said 120 I kept the
2: original <laughs> price on so then I could up my charge. So we were trying to make money off of it. <laughs> that wasn't successful. That was no. a
1: terrible date. No, no. no it we're,
2: gets we're, better. We keep, we keep going. So now we're all hyped because we, we're just driving the shit out of the balls. <laughs> so now we're like, all right, let's go. And I said, let's go putt-putt. So, there's two guys in a truck pull up at Putt-Putt. Nobody there. <laughs> nobody's there wedding, at the time, a time. Wedding going on behind there. us. So, we start putting, we get to like, what, eight or something like that. And now, a couple comes up. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> his
2: first response, their first comment was, yeah, two grown men. Two, two grown, grown men. Two grown ass men this <laughs> playing, <putt-putt>. playing Putt-Putt. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> weird about this. We're just going. It's, it's better than an awkward ass date. <laughs> And there's a whole wedding with gorgeous women over there, and it's just two guys playing putt-putt. You can
0: only imagine what they thought. No, it was fun. We had to be well-rounded at our game, right? We had to practice our driving, and then we had to practice our putt-putt, right? Yeah.
2: And then we went, we went to eat, didn't we, after that? We went on another
1: yeah. date. Yeah, we right did. Right after that. Oh, my God. Lots of dates in it the first a, night.
2: It was a full-fledged yeah. date there. He didn't come <laughs> home with me, though. That's first date, man. What are you trying <laughs> to do? First date. <laughs> I thought I had a chance. We did three things that that day, bro. I spent a
0: lot of money.
1: That's three dates.
0: Yeah, I didn't even get lucky. (laughs) You gotta step up your game,
2: bro. (laughs) I'm guessing. (laughs) Um, We can talk about it. I used to meet. (laughs) I ghosted him after that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: thing. like,
2: bro, you didn't even put out on that. He
1: ghosted. Oh he came back A couple
2: days
0: later he's calling me. <laughs> that's yeah. how it works. He got it works. desperate. He got desperate. <laughs> yeah, no but nothing else was replying, so <laughs> So
1: where's your fourth? Really, you
0: guys knew the conversation we had before though, so you Yeah, guys we're not
1: shared. sharing it. Okay. Why not? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> she don't want
2: she don't want to share it now because yeah. it's awkward. It's she sort of want. Awkward well
1: since my son It
2: is, is awkward. You po- showed show up the phone. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow <laughs> That's a picture. You don't. I didn't, just usually don't see them. We had a,
0: a session of show and tell. You remember when we were in kindergarten? We had to bring our items in <laughs> the whole way to kindergarten. <laughs> Ooh,
2: that, was, that is not kindergarten rated. <laughs> she said it's not real. It's photoshopped. Yeah, I don't know. That thing was like a baby arm. That's not photoshopped. Whatever
0: you guys are thinking, it is. It probably is. Yeah. <laughs> probably is. Oh shit! I'm about to pass out. <laughs> Um yeah, just <laughs> Jacoby's here we had uh we had a great time. I was actually ended up being a good time. I mm-hmm. know, I'm not gonna lie. It was uh No, it
2: wasn't it was peaceful.
0: It was fun, I ended up no picking, drama, it was peaceful chicken your ass up fucking putt putt by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, and hmm then we
2: <laughs> took and we went again though. Yeah, we went, yeah, again. We went, say, we went again. You yeah.
1: went on another t- yeah, different took, day. I took
2: Jovi, my niece. Yeah. Oh yeah, she Aww. whooped us. Yeah, she, she did. She got a hole in one. <laughs> the only hole in one that was all sh screwed the shit, the shit out of us. Like <laughs> just, <laughs She's sitting there whiffing She's like six. three or four times. How old is she? Six. Six. Okay. So she whiffed like three or four times. We're like, okay. We're on like, what? I don't know. Fifth hole. i like, yeah. yeah, this is going to be good. You know, we're going to be here a while. Yeah. And all of a sudden she hits it the fifth time and right into the hole. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell? And I think me and him parred like, what, five? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I need a video. And it's
2: a par no, two you know, and we did no. like five and she hits a hole in
0: one. Again, another wedding going on. Yep. Yeah, another wedding. We didn't hit, we didn't hit the driving range because we gave away our club. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, that was a sad time. Yeah, I wasn't buying another one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, good times. Yeah, we haven't uh we haven't spoke for a while, and then yeah, we got together, went on a couple of dates, as you would put it. Yeah. And uh, we actually got into some uh, different conversations, and you wanted to come on and share parts of your story, and I know there's a lot you want to talk about um we can talk about you growing up like where you started where you came from and like your family and stuff like that it's all up to you really it's all really up to you as far as like i got a hell of a life what part of i know you're telling me dude we're sitting there for hours
2: (laughs) i did a lot of shit and i'm surprised about it yeah i mean going from dropping out of high school at 17 11th grade going shit i have no clue what i'm gonna do with my life I mean, I just, I went to all my teachers and just got them to sign it and just walked out. It was just a random day. And then I know my brother came to me and he was out of high school and all that because he graduated in 07. He came to me and he goes, yo, we're going to go travel. I said, fuck that. I'm scared as hell to travel. You know what I mean? I haven't left mommy and daddy yet. So then it came, he, he pulled up one day and he's like, I got the Jeep, a hunk of shit. With $1,000. And I'm like, $1,000? <laughs> like, how far are we going to get? <laughs> like, so we went to Tennessee to my grandparents. All of a sudden, we're, we were there for maybe a week, maybe a week. And he's on Craigslist. And he's looking at the gigs. And it just pops up like a NASCAR simulator thing. So my job was to open up the door. It was like a real NASCAR, but inside they could drive it on a TV screen, a video okay. game. And I would open up the for kids, and that was my job. It was pretty cool for a while, you know. So we went to that, and that was in Tennessee. I got to see all all country singers, Justin Moore, and all them set up stage for Cope Forward. Then the carnival came to us. Two gay guys, it was hilarious. Because it, it, at this time, now I'm like awkward to gay guys. I'm like, oh, this is weird. But well, they came up and they're like, yo, y'all wanna go to, <laughs> work for the carnival. And I'm like, and they're flamboyant, but I love them to death because they were a big part of my life. But um, they came out there like, you want to go to Carnival? And then this is what came off. You want to go to the Bahamas after that? I'm like, yeah. So we traveled the whole East Coast, um, Tennessee, all that. I went to a lot of parties. And you were, little... what, 17 at this point? Oh, yeah. I was 17. I think I was, yeah, I, was... I think I just turned 17. So now I'm traveling the East Coast and I'm getting drunk. I mean nothing like here parties. I mean it's just random girls. I'm I'm controlling a fishbowl game. Like you take ping pongs and you just oh, chuck, yeah. Yeah, chuck it in. You did, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I'm sitting here and that, that game I'm telling you made me thousands. It was so easy to make money on that.
0: Do you collect all the profits from that?
2: No, I get a percent I got a percentage and I got hourly wage. So I'm seventeen year old, like rolling with cash and it's all going to booze. Just booze and Drugs. So, <laughs> cocaine on that place was insane. But, so, Carney's a co- completely different life. Like, there's people walking around, they're like, that's their regular day life. And then when those, when everything shuts down, here comes Carney life. Okay. You know, it is party, drugs everywhere. And it's just nuts. So, I'm 17. I have no clue what the hell I'm doing. I don't even have tattoos yet. So, <laughs> So, I got some kid... Starts uh, um, controlling the rides. And he goes, I'm a tattoo artist. I'm like, great. Yeah. (laughs) This is good. This is great. Not even thinking. This guy probably sucks.
0: (laughs) You know? (laughs) So
2: we're in a carnival thing. So it looks like a track to trailers. um, The trailer of the track trailer. Mm -hmm. And it's got individual rooms. I think like five or six different rooms. And they're real tiny. So I'm in that, sitting down. Over the, where the steps are, and he's tatting my back. And I said, yeah, I want Fox on my back. And with the logo in the middle. So, spelling Fox. Yeah. I don't even know. If it, I, I haven't seen it. Like, <laughs> it's because it's on my back. But That's I know. because a good spot to put it for But tattoo. I know, man, people, when I post it, it's like, what the fuck is that? Like, and this, I'm in a carnival. I getting a tattoo. That was my first tattoo. Then the one on my arm is across My brother drew. He did it. This is his first, ta- first tattoo he ever did I mean, on anybody. He did Your brother? Yeah, in the corner of a lot.
1: Oh, that's good, though.
2: Yeah. I mean, he, he can draw, so. But he never used a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so. And I'm not caring. I'm drunk all the time. But then we traveled the whole way there. We worked in Florida. That was pretty cool. We are in Miami on the, the roads in Florida. Mm-hmm. We set up on the road. And I controlled the basketball game. Which everybody comes to that one, so and you get and they're all drunk in costumes, and I'm just getting hit on like stops. So and now my self esteem is just booming. I'm like I'm yeah. I'm sexy now, <laughs> you know. So I can get whatever I want. You got options. Yeah, I got options. I don't know what they look like because they got masks <laughs> on, but I got options. <laughs> but I've been to so many parties. I mean, I fell in love like two times and then left. Cause we leave every week, <laughs> but it was like 17 love, you know, like, yeah. Oh, I love you. But I had no fucking clue who they were. It was a birthday party. <laughs> I mean, there was one time we got roofied. I fell out. of You did? Yeah. I swear. Cause the, the we, these girls came up and we're like, Hey, you guys want to go back to a party? I'm like, yeah. So me and Austin were talking about this the other day. I was like, I didn't think about it until I started telling Austin the story it made sense. Now. Why the hell I got roofied? Well, we came up, pulled up, and we walk in, and it's two guys. So I'm with two girls and my brother, and it's two guys. And I'm like, oh, shit. And they said that you were, the girls said that you were going to a party. Yeah, we're going to a party. That was a party. Now I know why. Those guys thought they were getting girls. Yeah. So the next thing I know, I take a shot. My brother takes a shot. Gone. I have no clue where I'm at. I'm gone. Like, I don't even remember that night, barely. The only thing I remember is walking out a door, and I just dropped. Like, there's, was there's no, there, there was no steps. <laughs> I don't know what this is up with this place. There might have been. <laughs> there might have <laughs> been. <laughs> and I remember the girls were picking me up and everything and rolled us out of there. But I, yeah, maybe I saved a life. They might have roofied them girls.
0: Yeah, that's that's the only theory you can come up with is the fact that if you guys weren't there, those two girls would have got roofied. and That's what we're thinking. They would have took advantage of took them. Advantage
2: of that's them. what I was thinking. So they roofied us because we weren't supposed to be there. Yeah. You know, we kinda cock blocked him. That's scary. That's a, that's the only thing I could think of is why a, mm-hmm. another guy is gonna roofie another guy. But Jaron doesn't remember the night. I don't remember the night. The only thing I remember is falling off of that cliff. <laughs> they hit the ground and I fell asleep. Got three hundred feet and <laughs> hit, the, hit the ground. Wait, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no. Well, what happened? <laughs> <to that? laughs> it was just like
0: it's on stilts, I guess. Whatever, you know, center blocks. It's like if I didn't have the deck out back of the, yeah. the house. Just walked out a door and just
2: dropped.
1: Well, what happened to the girls
2: they took us back they saved them yeah they took us back to the carnival lot so i'm guessing you know and i think this i think this was tennessee it could have been kentucky i don't know sounds like kentucky (laughs) but (laughs) that's one place i hate i hate kentucky but yeah so we went to florida did all that and then we go to the bahamas and I thought this was great. Is you this know?
1: Bahamas vacation or no, you carnival a carnival? No, see,
2: from... see, this Bahamas, I was, I'm a carny now. Okay. So going over to the Bahamas to do the carnival a lot. Okay. So I didn't have a passport and I had no way of getting a passport because we keep moving, traveling, so I can't order anything. Mm-hmm. So they put me on a carnival cruise line. They put me on a carnival <laughs> cruise carnival line cruise. and they go, yeah, you just need an ID and you just go over to the Bahamas but you're not going to get back on. And I said what? <laughs> you're just going to go to the Bahamas and instead of get back on the cruise ship, you just stay there. And I said, "What the hell?" Okay. So I just <laughs> okay. So I just hop off and the first thing I hear is scooter. And I'm like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want a scooter." Blow. And I'm like, "What? Blow. You want some blow?" And I went yeah, 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 I do. I want some cocaine, yeah. Well, <laughs> cocaine. So did you know what it was at the time? Yeah, yeah. Me? But it was instantly, right when I walked off. So I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Temptation. <laughs> yeah, it was right in my face. And they give it for free. Yeah, I know that's weird, but they, they hand you cocaine free because they think they're going to see you again. Okay. The and yeah, they'll get you on the next one. Yeah, they'll get you in the next one. Okay. So you get to try it. And they'll give you a shitload, too. So, I mean, it's easy. But... Yeah, so I'm in the Bahamas and all that, and uh, next thing I know, I I got a drinking problem. It wasn't coke or anything. I had a drinking problem. I mean, because in the Bahamas, I can drink at the bars. I can do everything. Because you're old enough. Yeah. Well, no. There's they, no age. There's no age limit as long as you reach the bar. They said. <laughs> swear to God. Okay. <laughs> they said they said as long as you reach the bar, and I'm like, wait, yeah. I could be 14. They're like, as long as you reach the bar. All these kids are coming out six years old, like six yeah. foot tall. <laughs> so, one night. Well, one day, I'm sitting there, and I'm drinking right before the carnival starting, and I'm drunk as hell. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to the carnival. I, I'm not going to run this game. What game were you running? The basketball. The basketball? Yeah. I mean, them boys in there can play hoop. <laughs> they were taking all my teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> $5 a pop, bro, and you're taking a teddy yeah, bear. Yeah, what happens when you run out of stuff? I was getting bitched at. And I'm like, well, cool, no, what am like, I supposed
0: to do? Stop this guy from winning? Do they provide it for you, like all the the surprises, or do yeah. you have to provide it?
2: No, they provide them. Like we ship everything over. Everything's shipped on. I uh, could just see you out there bending the rim, so you can't make it anymore. Well, no, the rims are bent. Yeah, it's like an oval. And there's no, there's no like, like in the states, it's legal. Kinda inspected. Kind, yeah. Oh, my Yo, ass.
0: We're about to find out all the secrets about carnivals.
2: Yeah, and they're supposed to inspect everything. Yo, where do they, they put on time? them
0: plates that so you shoot the quarters and and coins on that it slides off they spray them down with spam or what
2: I don't know I mean we had some in the Bahamas you're not allowed to some some places in the station allowed to have them because it's kind of like gambling.
0: What about the rings? Why can't you hit the rings? On rings the, into the, the bottles, the bottle tops. You can. You can hit them. What's the secret there? It just
2: bounces off. <laughs> That's what, because it's plastic. I'm trying to help you guys out here. Yeah, right no, now. no. The, the tub game, you ever hear the tub game is, you know how that tub sitting yes, sideways? The yeah, thing, you got, yeah. you got yeah. two balls. You want to know a trick here? Yeah. Okay, there's three balls. So we got, we have a ball that you don't know about. So I ran a tub game for a while and I would put a ball in there. While you go to shoot and you can't see it so when you go to uh, shoot it bounces and hits that ball because they're kind of soft and it pops up and it stays in no it stays in
0: oh so, so then you when were in you control. go to shoot
2: the second time because you got to make two when you shoot the second time I pull them two balls out and hold them behind my back you shoot the one and bounces right back up okay so then I kind of switch it up I won't let you in but then I'll go out and go look this is how you do it and I can do it without a ball in there because you yeah. could spin it the hell around it but I can get it to spin around and grab it. And they'll be like, oh, how'd you do that? And they'll be like, well, it's just that's easy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so, the, it's, so kids are easy to get. Yeah. That's why I love the fishbowl game. I can make thousands off of it because kids. You know, bring it all. You're not going to get your kid a teddy bear? And then, and then girlfriends. Girlfriends are easy as hell. Oh, what a wussy! You're not gonna get your girlfriend a teddy bear. Oh, come on! I bet you I can get her number.
0: You know? So then,
2: so now the guy's getting mad. Like, Fuck him! And now I make the guy look like a fool, and then I let his girl win. So, so then it's real. I don't mind giving away a teddy bear to make the guy look like a fool because then he's gonna keep playing. Guys are competitive, and kids want to keep winning. You know. Yo. We're helping you guys out right now when you go yeah. to the carnival test time. The <laughs> fair's over. Well, next year. Oh, they can't get me at the fair and stuff. They hate me. <laughs> they fucking hate me. <laughs> <laughs> and like the star that you shoot the gun, yeah. you can yeah. win that. You got to go around it. It's hard. it's hard. It's hard. But you can shoot it. Shoot up. Go the whole way around it. But you got to keep your steady shooting. I mean, you got to be a good shot. So you know all the secrets. Not all of them, yeah. Are I we going on a date next time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me bears. a teddy bear? Yeah. Get you one of them gas powered cars and all, you know, <laughs> that they try and get
0: They don't ever let you get them. I always thought they paid people just to walk around with teddy bears and stuff just to get people like interested. I wouldn't
2: doubt it. I would. I didn't even think of that. I would. So now you go. gave me that idea, I might yeah. go back on the corny and do there that. You, you know, we were there selling fake Dre Dre beats from China. Oh yeah. Yeah, they looked real. <laughs> They like little gas powered scooters, all that. you would never win. They just sit there just to look like it like you're gonna win. you're never gonna win. so you were you said you were drunk. you said you weren't
0: gonna be able to make it out to any of these games. Oh uh, yeah, so you had cou- a drinking problem. Yeah,
2: I had a drink where I mean, who won it? I'm in I mean Nassau, the cruise lines there's gorgeous women everywhere. Mm-hmm. So during the day is when we run the game, so I never get to see cruise lines, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always in the Bahamas. You know, and there's nobody from America. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to stay out. So I texted my uh, uh, boss, and I said, hey, I fucked up my leg. You know? I'm an asshole. You fucked up your leg. What do you mean? You know? (laughs) So I fucked up my leg. How am I going to prove this one? I said, fuck it. I ain't going to prove it. I ain't going to prove it. I just said, she's going to see I didn't mess anything up with my (laughs) leg when I get back. Well, next thing I know, I... So I had a good night. I went to the casino and all that. And I get back. She said, you're fired. I said, what? She said, here's some $200. $200. $200 get the fuck out of here. I said, what? I'm 17 years old now. So now I'm in Nassau, and I'm kicked off the carnival lot where I sleep. And you white people in Nassau, like, you're you robbed. They think you got money. They mm-hmm. don't care. If you don't anything, they will rob you. I mean, cops are five deep with AK forty sevens. So now I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. My parents can't were in Freeport on vacation. i was supposed to go over there. So somehow I got a ride to that airport. I have no clue. I mean, the whole time I'm just nervous, shit in my pants. All I that. remember
0: when you were telling me a story. I don't want to cut you off, but when you were telling the story, I, it was like it caught me by surprise, and it was like very. Distinctive uh, moment when you said that they kicked you out and you were outside.
2: They kicked you out, basically like you were outside yeah. the gates and you were yep. looking in. And it's like okay, yeah. holy nowhere hell. to sleep. I'm seventeen. And There's no running water. There's yeah. no electricity. There's you're not. I'm, I'm, I'm the area? not at the resort side. I'm at yeah. the ghetto. You know they don't have running water. They don't have electricity. I mean like, some do, some don't. It, it's rare. Yeah. You know, and there's dogs running around everywhere. There's homeless. You know, I almost had one rob me. I had to have some Bohemian save me. I mean he wanted they will kill you. They don't care. But that was like one part I remember it was like, dude, like you're looking at the outside in now, it's like Yeah. At seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I gotta keep saying that, but and you're like it, what the like fuck most fuck people do do? here, like seventeen, you're here, you know, whatever. I get lost in another town. Yeah. No, I'm I'm thousands of miles on a freaking island. And, and I have no passport. Way. With no passport. Exactly. Get back no, in. He's getting there. So so I flew I flew over the Freeport and I had no clue what their hotel was. And I had, like, some kind of guess. And they were just there, what, vacation? Yeah. And, yeah. like, I can't get a hold of them because I'm in the Bahamas. My phone is, like, I don't really have a phone. Okay. It's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, and uh, so I can't get a hold of them. And I fly. I finally, I went over to the airport. They, they had my ticket still. So they let me get on the flight. I get on this little freaking tiny thing at every every air pocket whatever the hell you hit turbulence yeah i mean you're buckled up the whole time and it now i'm scared shitless that i'm in the bahamas alone now i'm hopping on a plane to go over to another island to yeah. meet my parents and i'm just nailing every the, the whole freaking plane's just rocking yeah. and i'm like oh my god this is um this is terrifying so i land no clue where they're at get a taxi to take me to where i thought they were which thank god that was it so i'm sitting in the um Lobby, and I asked the lady, I was like, Hey, is there Ludwig's here? And she's like, Yeah. I was like, Can I go to their room? No. I'm like, well, Why not? <laughs> I'm a Ludwig. You're not on the thing. And I'm like, Great. So now I gotta sit in the lobby and hope and pray they pass me. Well, they come past me. A mom sees me. My dad's fucking pissed. <laughs> like, like, you know, I wasn't. You said you to... weren't coming, so what are you doing here? Yeah, what are you doing here? You weren't supposed to be here. So. Now, I told him the story, and my dad said, go to go live there, and uh, find a job. I said, most bohemians don't even have a job, and I don't have a place. I gotta, I've got been sleeping on a park bench. And uh, so mom gets me money and all that. I had to fly back over to Nassau to get a uh, temporary passport. And so I, I go into the embassy. They say, yeah. Then they say, I got to get a picture, a certain special picture I got to get. Mm-hmm. And it's somewhere else. So now I got to go there. I'm walking everywhere. So now I'm walking there. I get a picture taken. I come back to the embassy. Now they got to print this off. So this is like, I think like a week, maybe two now. And I'm sleeping on the streets and all that. Terrified. Fucking barely any money. Mom gave me money. When I went over there, I came back. Then somehow I got a ride to the airport. Got on the BWI. Booked a ticket. Got on the BWI. I mean, I landed in BWI with a T-shirt and shorts. And I landed in January. Dude, remember you told me you almost missed that flight, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I almost missed it. Because your drinking problem? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm at the airport. I'm allowed to drink. And I knew when I get back to the States, I'm not going to be allowed to drink. Fuck it, I'm drinking. So I started drinking. But luckily, you know, I talk a lot to people that the lady remembered me. Some lady. And she's... So now, everything's fucked up. So the lady comes running up to me, and she goes, you're about to miss your flight. And I'm like, what do you mean? You told me it was this time. And She's like, no, now. So now me and this lady, this bohemian, are running through the airport. And Dude, I I sat on that plane. Thank God. I'm the last person into this plane. They were waiting for me. Right when I walk in, they close the door. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. And I landed in BWI with t t-shirt and shorts on, January, walked through, and I went, holy shit, it's <laughs> fucking cold here. It's like 100 degrees in the Bahamas. Yeah. yeah, and then came back, got picked up, and then I remember sitting there, and my, my aunt's not there. I mean, my cousin. I'm waiting for my cousin. I'm like, please tell me. They're on their way. I have no phone. I'm like, please uh, tell me. And you know, you're in BWI, how am I supposed to tell them where I'm at? Yeah. yeah. Well, so I remember they said, when we drove by, we saw the only person in shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so we knew it was you. And I'm orange. And I got a picture. I'm orange. And the back, her wall is painted orange. And I'm matching the wall. Because <laughs> I've been in the summer for six months straight. Like know. a fake spray tan, bro. Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> I didn't know I was that dark until I came back here. And everybody's white. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, you're telling this story. You, When you were growing up, you would say you would had uh, this, the regular childhood.
2: Yeah. yeah. I had a... I, no, I, I lived the... We weren't rich. We were wealthy. Dad had his own business. I mean, probably made a million a year. I mean, we had an in-ground pool, five bedroom, two kitchens. You know, I mean, he, he had it all. Remodeled the whole place. But to him, I was his little bitch, pretty much. I did everything. I had to do everything. I mow on, you know, do the pool work. I never had a summer, really. And so I think that kind of led to the drinking problem. I kind of got to go do what I wanted. Mm-hmm. But I don't regret the Bahamas and all that. I mean, it was fun. I was a corny. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I screwed a lot of people over with money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was a corny so I took all their money. But... I mean, that was a good thing. It's just weird talking about it now. It's like, wow, you really did that? Like, at 17, bro? <laughs> y'all y'all didn't even saying. graduate
0: yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> knowing you growing up through high school, like, we were just kids just trying to have fun, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, we would hang out. You remember him coming over to the oh, house yeah, and stuff like time. that? We would... Like, that whole group. Yeah, I,
2: was the, I was the bad kid.
0: Yeah. You yeah, we, we do that's want to talk. Thought, I do yeah. want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I do want to talk about it because you that's a very good point. That's a valid point. I don't think I ever said you, you were bad. I don't much. think you outright said he's a bad kid. You just said, don't be hanging around that group of kids. Yeah. Because I you. I remember that. And it's funny that we're doing the silencing of stigma because yeah. you, as a mom, you had the stigma. You, I noticed, you had the stigma. I, I
2: felt it. Yeah. Was
1: it with you?
0: It was with yeah, you. It
1: was one of Carl's friends I, know I had known. You had it.
0: stigma with with. Both okay. groups of friends. Okay. So it was, yeah, it was Kyle's friends, and then you would, you would almost group people in certain areas, whether you believe it or not. No, now, I'm but a, you did. I
1: hold myself accountable. I wasn't aware at the time, but I would say I might have. No, know? but
2: she, she did, uh, she did know with Dad about Dad, you know, the abuse and shit like that. So she did. I remember you said you could sleep in the attic. She's like, yeah. uh, no. Dude, remember, <laughs> you
0: wanted to. We were wait, like, yo, wait, we can finish this whole attic up yeah. and stuff. Because we were up there that day, and then your mom called her.
2: Yeah.
1: How come I don't remember I stayed this?
2: with Dom a lot. Your mom called me? weeks? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. You, you didn't want us to be around him. Nah, you didn't.
1: I don't remember this. Like, what age group? Is this high school? This is high school. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah.
0: like 10th. Like, tenth- 9th, 10th, 11th? you yeah,
1: went camping and everything. Was that when you were younger? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. You guys went
0: camping. When was that?
1: You were singing. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think that you know, was your before. Dad all that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't remember. If mean, anybody knows
0: singing. this guy, he can sing any song. <laughs> the whole song. Remember it all. Yeah. was yeah, like a
2: photographic I remember that.
0: Yeah, you remember my number after how long? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have that
2: photograph. I don't know. It's weird. A lot of stuff I can remember. But then there's stuff that, like, if I choose not to, I just won't remember it, like school and shit, and like that. I won't yeah. remember it.
1: That's crazy. Like I have no recollection. So you were kicked out of your house.
2: Well, no, no. See, dad was abusive. Like, okay. Um, he doesn't D- like. Did to I know this? I think you sensed it. I don't okay. know if you. I, no, I no, might I don't have talked I've... about it a little bit. Like,
0: yeah, you would always be doing
2: stuff. Always. I remember. Always. I mean, I got to give him credit on that, man. You were an asshole, but I got a work ethic off of it. You did. Like you every know?
0: time I go over, you'd be working on cars, trucks, whatever. You'd yeah. have a new truck every time I come over. Well, and I have ADHD, so <laughs> I got to work. And none of them will work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> remember
0: when you go pick up that Pontiac Fiero? <laughs> no, everybody remembers way, the Lambo, bro. <laughs> everybody remembers you, the white, you the actually the you white Subaru me, wagon. You taught me how to run the stick off. The oh, stick yeah, off a little
2: short shift. Yeah.
1: You yeah. had a car that you came over. Yeah, the blue in. one.
2: You remember the yeah, blue now one? Now I'm
1: remembering some of this, but I remember being in your living room of your house. What was I doing there? Did I was I driving what? you off or I
2: don't remember that? What one. in my
1: parents' house? Yeah. I stood I in know. I stood in the doorway. Was I picking you up or you had to go clean the pool or something before we left. <laughs> I see, think. See? Everybody remembers I remember? had to go do some I kind of remember You were t- taking him to get something. I want
0: to say that you were there just to make sure that he didn't get in trouble because yeah. they thought you were doing something bad and yeah. you wanted to be there as a as a symbol of, hey, she, he was with us. Okay. As I, f- I just vaguely yeah. remember being
1: in the doorway.
0: Yeah. Was there a bunch of dogs and cats? Yeah, dogs.
1: Big dogs.
0: German Shepherd. <laughs> I'm scared. Tonka. Tonka. Not Tank. <laughs> but,
1: okay, so anyway. Yeah, I don't remember...
0: But you, yeah, you stigmatized them.
1: I, I probably did. It was
0: of people did. It wasn't just him. I it was did. it was yeah. other people like you. I believe it. You held us hostage. I believe I, it. I don't want to say that in a no. harsh way, but no, in, she in raised a,
2: you guys great. No, she raised you guys good. But yeah, but there was. I came a, from I came from a different childhood. You know, mine I kind of hid. Yeah. yeah. So I looked like the bad kid, but every time I would get out of the house, I could do something. Yeah. You know, so living in that life was brutal at home. Yeah. Man, I fucking hate Dude, it.
0: you were there. He was there when uh, the cops and undercover cops pulled in the driveway. Oh, my gosh, You were sleeping over yes. that for Kyle, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's all coming back.
1: Yeah, I remember you were there then.
0: So we were all sleeping and you guys weren't there. I was there. at work. You guys were at work. You slept over. You're sleeping. I don't even know where you were sleeping. I was sleeping in my bed. And then Dylan was in his room.
2: Yeah, and they're just
0: rolling through the whole house. Didn't,
2: didn't they come in? Yeah, but. they what were looking?
0: I'm, what else? There were, I think it was that day or or the day, I don't know. It was one of those times, dude. I had a BB gun behind under my bed, <laughs> and I swear to God, I, remember your room. I swear you had like to God, nothing in your room. You were laying next to me or something, and I was sleeping, and like I'm oh, all yeah. over, and I wake up and you're sitting on the floor with a gun pointing at me, What's bro. It, you? I'm like. Wait, what are this? you doing, bro? Yeah, it How wasn't you? loaded, but was it, it? no, no, yeah, no, I didn't think so. Because you found it under my bed. You must have been sleeping there or something. And you literally pulled it out and I woke up with you pointing at it outside, like looking scoping outside the window and shit. I don't, even, I don't think it was the same day that the cops. And you wanna say
1: up. I stigmatized? He's trying to shoot and kill my son.
2: No. <laughs> I didn't have a problem doing anything. That's up the around. thing. I never had a problem doing anything.
0: <laughs> you know? But yeah, we were the one day we were we were there and like next thing you know, there's cops banging on the door. I remember. And Dylan, like, I think I went to the the top of the steps and I saw him. And I came back in. And I was like, Dylan, somebody's at the door because I, I was scared. And, and I'm they sure went,
2: Dylan was like, Shut up, <laughs> you
0: know? Right? I mean? And then we ended up. They told us all to go in the kitchen. Remember? And then we had the yeah, dog. The yeah. dog was there. Misty was in the kitchen. Man. And they, they literally raided the whole house, make sure Kyle wasn't there. Yeah,
2: that's pretty. So now we know that cop. was illegally, but <laughs> uh, it was. It
0: was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, but we allowed them in the house. Yeah, they but they didn't have, have a warrant. They didn't. But we allowed well, them, them in the house. Didn't they? We allowed them. We allowed them. We we, cons- we were what? youth. We gave them consent to come into the house, yeah. which
2: which we shouldn't have been able to because we're youth. Yeah, but, you know, you need a parent there. But, but we weren't
0: educated on the situation either, because well, we could have easily said, "No, where's your where's your," um,
1: and they were undercover, so they weren't even were. in yeah, police cars. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I I mean, I remember when I was in, living in Newberry Town, I shot off my shotgun in the woods. I had like 15 acres. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm shooting shotgun. I'm walking out there." And I had a buddy with me, and I'm shooting off the shotgun. Next thing I know, I'm sitting in my garage just chilling. And there's like 15 cops. I mean, with M16s rolling around my house. And my garage had mad windows, so I could see them. They're walking around in my yard. Walking around. None of them at the front door. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I open up the door, and they're like, where's the gun? And I'm like, what? I'm like, no, nah, I'm shitting my pants. There's a little of cops right here in the middle of nowhere near Three Mile Island. <laughs> fucking roll in, I go, said what <laughs> they're like where's the gun I said, it's back in it's case and they they go can we can we search the gun and I said I, I guess like, you can run the thing I don't care it's yeah. my gun yeah. so they ran everything and, I, and I, I I remember my kid Brantley was just born and all that so he's got stuff everywhere and I'm like oh sorry for that sorry for that <laughs> <laughs> they're stepping over toys and toy guns <laughs> yeah I'm going over near where my gun's at and it wasn't in a good spot at the time, but Brantley wasn't home. Yeah. And they're like, this ain't a good spot to put it." And I said, it doesn't stay there on the floor near the t- kids' toys. That would be retarded. They run everything, and I'm like, jeez. I'm like, so, uh, what's up? <laughs> you know? And they're like, well, you're not, in Newbury, Italian, you're not allowed to shoot guns unless it's hunting season. And I said, well, that kind of sounds stupid. I said, what do you mean? That, that's just retarded. They're like, you just moved here, didn't you? I'm like, Yeah. You're like oh, okay, we'll let you by with a warning. I said, "Did you have to come with M16s?" <laughs> I was like, "And where's your cars? <laughs> like, I got a huge driveway. Yeah, you guys like
0: airdropped or yeah, what? I got
2: like a big driveway. I got a three car garage. And I'm like, yeah, you could at least maybe you want to park in my garage? No, they're down the street, bro. They walked. <laughs> like searching for like a fucking criminal. Like I just shot off a couple rounds in the woods.
0: But oh, well, yeah, I remember that the whole stigma thing. Yeah, yeah. You, I yeah.
1: guess I guess I would. I mean, I I don't recall Jacoby specifically, but I believe you when you say that. But I know of other people I did that with, and like that was one of the things I learned in the end with Kyle.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like
1: when Kyle did what you know when he overdosed, I was like, wow. Like you, you as parents and a parent, you start to pick people like that probably isn't a good person, and you don't yeah. even know that person. And that's what I learned through this whole thing, the whole time.
2: See, Dom's parents helped me out a lot. I mean, I used to sleep there, everything. I, used to, I, remember, I just drove here uh, last night with Cinda. We were driving the road, and I was like, I used to walk this every single day. Yeah. Every day, that hill. And, yeah, I remember hit, They would. I would ask if I could stay, and yeah. Kathy would always say, yep. Did yep. you stay in that shed? No, <laughs> no. There's a story to that. I got back from the Bahamas,
1: and you lived in the shed.
2: No, they were in the shed. Oh. I didn't know about the shed. I don't think. Maybe I. Yeah, I did know about the shed before I left. But I walked down in Bahamas. Dom has no clue I'm back. So I got back from Bahamas. Everything is winter. I walked down, walk right into the shed. Scared the shit out of all of them. And they're like, "What the hell, you come, bro? <laughs> You've been gone for six you didn't months. Walk in my bro. driveway. You walked here." Yeah. I his guns, going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean Don's parents. They they helped me out a lot through it. I mean it was it was it was a rough time growing up with the guy. You know he, yep. he beat the shit out of me forever. But I don't lay a hand on my kids. I won't do that. So it kind of I guess it, like it's a yeah, lesson. It's, it's a kind of good thing. Um, I don't wish that on anybody. Um, I I don't talk to him now. Because the long story with my kids and all that, but I don't talk to him about that. Because he called the cost of me trying to see my son and I was, yeah. So it's it's still going on. You know, he won't admit that he beat the shit out of me. And it was mainly me. That's what I don't get. You know, and and I think maybe because like I died it th- I died three times when well, something like that when I was a kid. Um, I had RSV as a baby. What's up? It's a... Cold. But, okay. It's pretty much a cold, but I couldn't handle it. Okay. I, I was it born in off. January, so I couldn't handle it. And I remember in Tennessee, and all, I mean, they said in Tennessee that they had to fly me to a different uh, hospital and everything, and they had to flip me upside down, smack the crap out of me, I turned blue, all that. Um, and I think kind of maybe that's it that I was babied by mom,
1: okay,
2: and it pissed him off. Mm. So growing up, he used to beat the shit. And I mean, that motherfucker. Humble me sometimes. And he won't recall it. He acts like he didn't. Yeah. But I think that kind of led to uh, resent, like um, outlash yeah. by me to go party and not so, I remember mean, those stupid times, driving drunk and all that. You know, I, I should be dead by now. You know, you think about it. But I don't, that never led to the drug problem. I hit the drugs at 26. That was another story that led me there. I think I met kind of somebody that was like it.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: like him, you know, and the cheating, the, the lying and stuff like that led to the drug problem of going into methamphetamine. And I started it as like, yeah, it's like ADHD, you know, ADHD medicine, it's Adderall. I'm a snort one line in the morning. I was snort one line at 12 and I wouldn't do it. So I was like, yeah, I got this under control. Well, they didn't get under control. You start seeing shadow people and all that, you know, it gets real bad after that. And I did it for a year in a cold turkey did. And now I still got problems every now and then. I'll, If it's around, I'll do it. I loved the drug. I mean, I think every meth head that I don't have a problem saying I'm a, I was a meth head. I don't care about that. Yeah. But I think every meth head will say, yeah, I love the fucking drug.
1: Can you explain what? Yeah. what meth to it? Because, like, I I mean, you kind of explained to me, like, I, I'm familiar with heroin. I'm not too familiar with that. Well, so is that an addictive
2: drug? Is that an opioid or no? No, not an opioid. Okay. It's, um, it's like Adderall times 10 okay. times 100.
0: <laughs> I heard uh, recently I was looking at watching a video and they were talking about the different dopamine release levels. Yeah, as far as from like going to the gym is like one x, and then like, um, methamphetamine is like ten x. Yeah, like, so you're like on a huge dopamine. Well, I
2: have ADHD, so other people they're running all over the place on like if they did meth.
0: Yeah,
2: me it slows me down. But I think I think kind of with the work ethic, I hate like slowing down at work, and I feel, felt it getting older, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. Like I'm like fuck. And the crazy thing is, is I was on methamphetamine and became a supervisor six months, you know, At six months. I was on meth and I had four raises and became a supervisor and I'm a druggie, you know, and it's like, was it really that bad? That's what I was thinking. So now like, you're attaching
0: those those good things that happen in your life to doing to this. The dr- yep. And I'm like,
2: oh, I got a problem, you know, and to you have something going on with your life. Now you're staying up all night. You know, and now you're staying up for a week. You know, and it, and it's not just a drug now. Now you're sleep deprived,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so now you start seeing shadow people and, that, and stuff will go by and you'll be like, "What the fuck was that?" You know, looking out your window, like, like people would say, <laughs> like you know, yeah, you're so paranoid, paranoid <laughs> staring out the window, like fuck, you know. And it, I had problems with my ex, with another guy, you know, and stuff like that. So now I'm going nuts, mm-hmm. looking out the window, he's coming. I got my gun loaded, you know. like, shouldn't have a gun on me, you know. But you don't notice it's a problem. That's the thing, until you
0: notice it's a problem. But how do you what? How do you notice it's a problem when you're so caught up into that kind of lifestyle? I, because you gradually, it's it's one of those things where you accept. Those things in your life without even realizing it, like you're in it, and then it just gradually start, you well, accept everything that comes with it in small steps, but then you get so deep into it.
2: Well, I, I, I was on ADHD medicine growing up. That's right, you were. So it really didn't feel much difference, you know, on it. So I felt like I, I can't get ADHD medicine, I don't have insurance. Yeah. Uh, screw it, I can go out to the streets and get meth and I'm good, yeah. you know. So it wasn't really a hard to keep. The thing that would make it hard is hiding it. Mm. I fucking hated hiding it. It was so brutal being in the bathroom, crushing up a line on my phone. And, Why'd you? So is
1: this sniffed, snorted?
2: I snorted. I didn't. Look, I how can you all use it. it? You can smoke it, shoot it, snorted. Okay. It. Comes in a rock form, you know. Okay. But the, like, there's other forms. Is like basalt you'll get, and that's really what keeps you up. Okay. You know, and we'll know a difference. Is there a withdrawal process
1: like heroin? Uh, anger,
2: like oh really? Yeah. So like when you get off, you try and get off. It's fucking anger, and then you get lazy. Like you, like I'll sleep. I would sleep for like two weeks if I got off of it, and like I wouldn't want to work all that. So that and that make that right there makes you want to get back on it. Right. So then it's hard to get off of. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like, it's. I don't think it's like a heroin addictiveness, but it's like a mindset addictiveness, like, you want to work. And what? then seeing that I became supervisor, I'm like, yeah, I need to yeah. I need to get back on. What What was the final, like, kick that got you off of it? Like, what were you? Well, Probably my kids. I mean, really. I and mean, I think that's for every parent. They want to try and get off for your kids. Yeah. You know, I would hang out with my kids and I'd try not to do it. You know, because I felt like a piece of shit doing it, you know, because, you know, it's a bad drug, but you know, it's only it's reacting like ADHD medicine to you, but it's illegal. So, you know, and then you just feel like a terrible dad. You're like, I'm not good. to my. This ain't right. But, you know, with everything going on in your life, you're like, fuck it. Just keep doing another line. But I mean, it was there's a
0: lot to it. You have a lot. (laughs) Lot to talk about. There's a lot more we can get into. I think we're gonna save it for a different episode. But yeah, like I was saying, you you grew up in a traditional family. Yeah. Just that kid. Just yeah. trying to have fun. Like parents had the money. Went to school till your eleventh grade. What what Let kind me of, like, ask
1: you that. Let me ask that I wanted to ask that back. So you were seventeen and you were a junior. Yeah.
2: yeah. 11th yeah. Grade. And
1: and you quit. Like yeah. why did you quit? Just you couldn't well, handle the school. Or... I
2: remember the the counselor said uh Look, cause when I would be on my ADHD medicine in school, I would get straight A's, and my math teacher could tell you I'd get straight A's. Mm-hmm. And then, just your math teacher? Yeah, just the math teacher. Because you weren't good at chemistry. No, no. I didn't have chemistry. Oh. History. Well, I guess you didn't qualify for Well, chemistry. that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> history, they just hand you paper. History, I hated it. They would just hand you a paper and they do it. What? And, and that's so me seeing in school, I can kind of relate to my son now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's hands on too. And they, they shoved him on ADHD medicine, and I, it pisses me off because I have no say because, you know, she wants to put him on and all that. But I know what he's going through. Yeah, you know? you've been there. But if you don't know what he's going through as a parent, then you how can you relate? You just shove him on pills, and you're on three day, three pills a day.
1: That's and the weird thing. So I don't you,
2: agree with ADHD medicine at all. Were you taking it in
1: school, yeah. and you still wanted to quit school? like you just.
2: Well, I would eventually just say, fuck it. Okay. Because uh, it would get, like, see, with my mind is since I'm so hands on that, I don't know how I think about it is, since I have ADHD, my mind's racing so fast that, mm-hmm. if you teaching something that I already know, I don't I already know it. I don't need to hear it. Yeah. I don't even hear it. Got and right. that's how my son acts too. Is like I'm good, because you know it. So then you all that long bullshit they go through of teaching you that one topic. Bro, just show me it one time. I'm good, you know, and that's that's how I am in the work field. You show me one time. I'm great. So you taking this long? It, it's too, it's too much for me. Either
0: that know. or the the stuff that isn't relevant to your life. You you'll just yeah, ignore, yeah like, I know, just I would not,
2: yeah I would know what yeah. I need to know and not need to know.
0: So like history, you just totally block out. It's like screw that. I don't yeah. need to know this because
2: the history they teach teaching wasn't history I needed to know. Right. You know, some of like it was stupid. Like mm-hmm. Christopher Columbus, I could care less. You know. <laughs> yeah interesting but i'll find out when i want to hear about it yeah like it has to be interested to me okay so
0: these are the kind of things that led you just to dropping out
2: yeah so then and that's what adhd medicine does it makes you stay on that so like if i didn't have it stay on task stay on task but it would still eventually lead to like dude stop teaching the same thing and then what was you said something about you were going to say something about guidance counselors yeah they told me i had i needed like a couple credits say something like that and I would have to do a summer school and all that mm. and I said hey, fuck this I, I said I know what I'm gonna do yeah. well, at the time I was that da- I was an alignment specialist mm. so 10 years experience you know by the time and I'm like fuck it my dad owns his own business I'm gonna roll out. I didn't know that the business was gonna fail when I got older, and I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna have anything. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: At the, I knew I thought that I was gonna own a business. I'm great. I don't need to worry about it. And I knew everything about that business, so you know I knew I was gonna be a millionaire. And then it, 2008, and he barely made through 2008, and then it just kind of spiraled the whole way out, to the whole way to graduation. It's I think it, 2012 is when they really started hitting, and then after that, I was running it good, and then. It just, it was brutal to keep it running. So, so
0: you were, you dropped out. You obviously left. It wasn't long because I remember that, that day you guys left in that piece of shit car that you guys took down, to <laughs> your whatever you guys left. But you guys left and then you're 17. You go through all that carny stuff and then you come back. Is that when you started with your dad again?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably, so, yeah. that's when you started back with the business, yep. your dad? Yeah. I was, I was with Promo for a long time. My son was born, I was in Promo. I mean, I was doing good mm-hmm. myself. I had a 15-acre, three-car garage. I was doing great for myself. Mm-hmm. Three trucks outside, all that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when that, which kind of makes me mad because my baby mom, when that belly flopped and then, uh, you know, we had to go to an apartment is when she was done. And it was like, is that all you cared about was my money? You know, and that's what you think. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't, you know, that's all how I thought about it. Yeah. I didn't see my actions. I was going to the bar now. Yeah. You know, because I lost everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and and she couldn't relate, you know.
1: So in between that time in the Bahamas, you were drinking. Did you come back? You came back. Did you continue drinking the, into- the entire time and just add?
2: Yeah, at 17, I had my own place. Okay. When I got back. <laughs> so it started being party house. Okay. You know, I'm the only one with a place. Okay. So, and then 21, I was drinking. 23 drinking. And then I think... Yeah, twenty like round twenty three, and then it randomly I just stopped drinking. Okay. Like now I barely drink. I don't yeah. really like getting drunk much, unless I'm gonna stay somewhere I know where yeah. I'm at. I mean, I got two DUIs now. I mean, those are another story. Like- <laughs> Dude, you got a lot. We're gonna get to all that stuff. Yeah, but we'll, we'll definitely save it
0: for another podcast. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Think- so, you got any other questions?
1: No, I just I don't know much about meth, so it's 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 interesting. We can still talk about. it. Go ahead, shoot. Yeah. It's just I don't understand it. It's addicting. I know that.
2: Yeah, the only way you're gonna know is when you, you do it. Are you experience it. Yeah, if you were a juggy. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, yeah, you gotta realize that juggies hate themselves when they're on it. They don't. It's not like yeah, ha- we wouldn't hide it if we didn't. Yeah. Mm. You know, so we were not proud of ourselves for it. There's a reason we did it, and there's a reason we got off.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, and a lot of it's hard. You know, I could, I could, I know I could still relapse and go back. Mm -hmm. You know, and I didn't reach out to any help or anything like that. I just did it myself. But that's kind of how I am with a lot of things, like with alcohol, cigarettes, all that. I'll just drop it one day. But I know other people. It's it's hard. Mm -hmm. It it's real hard.
1: Is it hard? Like, because you never, you never went to rehab then. You were never in a rehab or anything like that. You stopped it all on your own. I didn't
2: want people to know. Okay. You know, and that's the thing. You just don't, and and you don't really think about your family and none of that. You think about people from high school. You know, it's kind of weird. Like, you just don't want people from high school knowing. No, I'm Jacob Ludwig I didn't do that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm great. It's kind of like your ego. Yeah, it is. It is You, you go Because, like, your family knows. Mm. They're not idiots. They see you're high. Your mm. freaking eyes are pinned. You know, your your eyes are wide. You've been up for days. Everybody can tell when you're up for days, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's mainly, like, my parents didn't know for a long time. Because I never really was around them much. You know, they thought something was up with me. Yeah. Well, they, you
1: can hide it. Look at Kyle. I had, we had no yeah. idea. Freaking no idea. And I was ignorance on our part.
2: And it, 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 mine's a lot easier to hide because I'm becoming, you know, I'm working my ass off. Can't supervise yeah. all that. I got money in the bank. So people wouldn't think that. No, nah, you wouldn't. I mean, why why would you? Right. You know, so.
1: So do you think, so the Adderall, do you still do use Adderall? No.
2: No, I don't believe, I don't Do like you
1: think it. that Adderall is a gateway to other well, stuff?
2: Well, Adderall is one molecule away from methamphetamine. Yeah. So, Uh, you're giving your kids methamphetamine. It's just called amphetamine. Pretty much.
1: Okay. They want
2: to say they're not, but they are. It's just like heroin to oxys and Percocets. What do you go to after that? You go to heroin. You know, it's kind of the same thing. It's interesting because, I mean, yeah, Jill
1: was on. Jill talked about the Adderall. Mm -hmm. And then I was recently told by several different people, you have ADHD, you can't sit still. And yeah, yeah. you need Adderall. And I'm like, well, and, and one person said, just try it. And I'm like, no. Because when I think of that kind of stuff, even any pain pill, I think of Kyle. And I'm like, no, like I would be going against my own son's death if I do that. And it's weird to me because they said, if you take it and you don't have ADHD, yeah, you're, yeah. you're going to be...
2: Cleaning. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: you're going to be crazy. Like, but if you need it, yeah, cause then you're calm. My like, mind how opens. does that work? Your my mind. mind
2: opens up. So like, like if I wanted to build something, I'm gonna sit here right now and go, fuck, I don't want to build that. You know, I need to build that. It looks cool. I want to do it. I won't do it. But if I'm on meth and I say I want to build that, so also my mind's opening up on how to build it, and I see it in my head. Now I have that now, like even off of meth, because I'm ADHD, I can see it built in my head. But I'll actually go do it and build it. And we have to stay busy.
1: But isn't that weird? So there's a different brain chemical or way yeah. in people's brains because so, everybody you think is is the same. And like when you do drugs, it's because you did it and you messed your brain up. But this is actually ADHD is intriguing to me now because the same drug will affect you differently if you have it or you don't have it. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. A drug. Affects you if you have it or don't have
2: it. What's scary though now is that they're labeling every kid ADHD. Yeah, actually, every damn kid. But
1: it's not even kids anymore. It's It's like
2: freaking adults. Which makes me mad. Like with my son. Like, how can you diagnose an eight year old? Tell me how. How can you diagnose? How do you know he has ADHD? Why is he just a kid? If he's squirming in his seat and all that, isn't he just a kid? How do you really know? And that's. I talked to a doctor at a wedding once, and she said uh, she doesn't believe in it either completely agrees with me and she once told me to try cbd well his mom don't wanna because all cbd is bad you know like come on you know it's hard is but- 10 times worse than cbd
1: but like- everybody said like when, when my generation you didn't have attention deficits or you were nah. just you just well that's, you were that bad kid you were the bad kid but i actually <laughs> met a guy who's a teacher and he said he had it as a, as a student and was undiagnosed and like he was always in trouble always yep. had to they separated him in the classroom because he was the bad one always had to sit in the corner so when his mom would come to open house all these desks would be here and his would be up in the corner
2: yeah
1: and so now he's a teacher yeah
2: well, and well, he
1: said he picks that child out now and instead yeah. of excluding them he, he includes them. He does hands, on, he stuff does hands with on and makes that kid feel important in the class. That's a
2: smart teacher.
1: And so he recognizes. So people that have that ADHD in my generation that weren't diagnosed with it or whatever, they survived it. And now he's as a teacher is helping kids that don't need to be on the Adderall. Yeah. I feel like your point because even Chase is yeah. hyper. That kid don't. You know that kid's like all over the place.
2: If you know ADHD, you'll know. Like doctors, I just don't. But I don't like, talking I don't, about it. Ain't gonna really expose. Yeah. Like a teacher is gonna know. Yeah. If you know ADHD, and stop pointing at oh that kid's got ADHD because they don't pay attention. So instead of giving all these kids pills to sit in class
1: every day, just do hands on. Just do hands on or educate the teachers. Yeah. So that they teach in a different way because
2: that's the problem. Nowadays,
1: more people have it than don't have it supposedly, so teach a teacher how to deal with that. And train and teach that way. Because you know, you said you got bored, you didn't need to know stuff. You only needed to know at one time. Kyle was so similar to that. Yeah. He got bored in school. And so he didn't do home he didn't just do shit because he didn't want to. He already knew it. He had the system down.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm good with like being a contractor. Uh I can weld, I can work on cars, I can build anything. I can you know, I literally take an Xbox apart and rebuild that. You know, that small stuff I can hack computers, hack phones, I can you know, but look write how intelligent code you are. And all that. But ADHD kids, that's just natural. It's, it's my, my kids, my son, he's huge, highly intelligent.
1: But do you have attention deficit disorder? Or you're just super intelligent and you get bored. Yeah, it
2: could be, you know. But I mean, I sat down with um, a three month exam with a doctor, with uh, a psych doctor, you know, mm-hmm. all that. And he diagnosed me as extreme ADHD. Like as an adult, I said, it was that, 20, yeah, it was 27, something like that, diagnosed with ADHD from a doctor, and he said, you need the highest dose of Vyvanse, and this is when I got off of meth, and I'm like, I fucking popped these Vyvanse, they're 40 milligrams, nothing, can't do anything for me, and I'm like, oh my god, so I popped two more, because I got a high you know. Yeah. You, yeah. you ain't you gonna trigger tolerance. Matt. Yeah. you know. Two more did nothing. And I went, man, dude, this sucks. Now it might, not you know. But that's why I don't like I don't I don't think I could take it anymore because methamphetamine is so hard to get so high. But I just don't I don't agree with diagnosing a kid so quick, they're growing, their their brains are growing. You know, putting my son on and I seen it. And it pisses me off because um, in the morning he'll take a pill and he's not hungry and you'll take him to school. So say like a, I'll just say it's like a weekend. He's not hungry in the morning. Take a second pill in uh, uh, midday and it's like you start seeing a change in him. And then it's like a roller coaster with his emotions. And then he'll it, take his pill at night. And he loses it, cries and stuff. Anything that goes wrong, he's on the ground. I remember we were back in the backyard throwing with the neighbors football and stuff and like that. They wouldn't let him catch. And he just drops to the ground. This ain't my kid. Like, you know, he doesn't act like that. Mm-hmm. Just dropped to the ground and crying. And I went, what are you doing? And I knew how to handle it because ADHD. You know, I knew what you were going through, bro. Like, I was on the pills. Mm-hmm. Like, you're all over the place. You got to handle your emotions. You don't know how. And... She wanna diagnose him because I'm guessing, you know, he, he's just a kid, and that's what, and I think a lot of parents are doing is, um, and they that he's too wild for them, like they're too wild, so they just so they like, calm him down. To but, calm him down, and it, I don't know if that's really doing it, but it, it, it calms their brain down so they just sit there. Yeah. As a kid, you're just, uh, you know, you're nothing. Mm-hmm. And I remember my dad said one time. When I was on it, uh, he's a zombie. I want him to fuck off. When they gave me Ritalin, oh yeah, that was the I popular one Ritalin.
1: before. Is that similar to Adderall? Uh, no, that, that's that's different, devil, man.
2: <laughs> that's just brutal. <laughs> like, Cause it would you would. I remember getting on it and I'd just be a zombie, no talking, nothing. You were on that in high school? No, I was in that no, probably elementary school. I think so. I was young when I was on stuff like that. Mom, they thought something was wrong with me. But I was just always a wild kid.
1: Yeah, just high energy.
2: So yeah, now at twenty nine, like I had to find myself and build myself and think, you know, and stop letting emotions hurt me and stuff like that, because I'm a highly emotional person, you know, like I like touchy, touchy, feely, like my son does. Like, mm-hmm. he, like a lot of HD people, they like like to feel, you know, and especially I think my childhood, you know, not much yeah. love. It was it felt like not much love from him and. So, like, like, the clingy stuff is kind of, like, what we are. Yeah. So I'm, like, really highly emotional. Vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to build that away from me, you know, and start putting a a, a fence up, but not really just kind of finding myself. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm glad I did. You know? Yeah, I still would love the drug, <laughs> but... Yeah.
1: But you know, different, and that's a stigma too. I think now we're sitting here like ADHD could potentially be a stigma,
2: yeah. And I, I you got to think about it. these doctors are just drugging the shit out of people, and I don't think it's good.
1: When do you stop? That's just like the opioids for the pain, and yeah. all these kids that get addicted to the pain medicine because nobody's supposed to feel pain anymore because we have drugs that were for people that were dying of cancer or something, end of life yeah. drugs. And they started giving them to people after back surgeries, knee surgeries. And now, to your point, ADHD, they're just giving these drugs to people.
2: And if you don't, yeah, if you don't find yourself, then you're just gonna keep taking the drug. Like, I had to sit there for three months before I could get any medicine, before I tried medicine to be evaluated Mm -hmm. for three months. That was brutal. All I wanted to do was go back to the drug and know that I'm good, Mm -hmm. you know, but I wanted to stay off. So it was really hard going through that three months. I was like, dude, come on, man. And I didn't tell him, you know, I'm a meth like. Yeah. But, yeah, it took three months. That's what they do. and So now you just took, so for years you just started handing this out like candy. Then all of a sudden now you're pinching everything. So what are we going to do? We're going to go to the streets. You're going to have heroin addicts and you're going to have meth addicts, you know.
1: Is there um, fentanyl and meth?
2: No, what people have been saying it is, I don't see who the hell would do that? It's an upper. Like,
0: people say that they're... Explain that to people when you say upper.
2: Yeah, well,
0: like... I, I kind of <laughs> know what you're talking about, but some people might curious, not know. I'm just curious, like,
1: I don't know why they're putting fentanyl on anything, but it, I know they do it in heroin and cocaine, and now they said even street marijuana, so would it benefit somebody that's doing meth? I
2: know. I no, I'll... when well, I'll die, first off, but... I wouldn't know if say I I didn't die. I would know it's in there because you're bringing me down. I have to be brought up. Okay. So if I'm not running out the door doing something and I'm just sitting there like nodding off, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But I never got any mixed. I don't know why you would ever mix that. That's kind okay. of speedballing. You,
1: do you nod off with meth? How would we know somebody's on meth? You don't nod off.
2: You, a lot of methods you won't know. You won't know because not they're just distinct characteristic like heroin.
1: Like you're gonna nod off, so yeah. there's not really a significant side effect that somebody would pick up on.
2: unless they're really high. Like you know, you always are see, you
1: laughing high?
2: No, you see them tweakers. You What's know that's that what, mean? what they call them, like on the streets, and they're like fucking it's all over the place, like just singing act, to themselves, yeah, and shit. acting yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. So now they're really high. Okay, you know. And they're just all over the place. They're touching stuff. They're okay. You know, you're like, wow, damn, what the fuck wrong with that person?
1: Okay, so you would notice it that way. Yeah. In extreme cases. Yeah.
2: And I'm sh- I'm sure people noticed.
0: Oh, I know. I've been working in the city lately, York City. And yeah. Yeah. There's definitely people, like definitely homeless guys, that come by and they're, they're just talking to themselves or some will just like sing out loud or just. But like,
1: are they on their head earphones? Because I no, sing no, no. out loud. They're on like my earphones.
0: they're like constantly moving. Or are their they body just lost shit. in their
2: own head? I don't know. Yeah. They could be slow. I don't. Know. I mean. You so it's like Tourette's. It lot of it's like
1: jerking, like a Tourette, like a person that has Tourette's.
0: No, it's like no? They're just moving constantly. Like then I just, guess I you got to would... watch a video of it. You know?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, so, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna look into this more ADHD as well. But that also because
2: like, like it's on Wall Street pretty much. Adderall's all over Wall Street. It makes people smarter. Like you do stuff. Yeah. Like if if I say I needed a huge project done on a computer and I had to type out a huge thing. All right. If I took an Adderall, I could sit there and type it out. If I don't, I'm going to be like, fuck this. I don't want to do that. And just push it away, go watch a movie. You know, it will keep me in it. And, and that's the hardest thing of getting out of it because I'm being productive. Yeah.
0: But by no means we're we promoting this at all. To no, I'm just, at all. no. I'm just, yeah. I just want to make clarification. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm
1: just trying to understand because yeah, it
2: sounds good. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> yeah. like You're
0: like, oh, go try this. You need something done. <laughs> And
2: yeah. those, but but, a but if you don't have ADHD,
1: then it well, works. I, it doesn't work. Then you can't. What does it do? It makes you even more hyper. They still
2: do. St- I don't know. I don't want to put anybody on black. Like I know, so they they'll just do shit. Like okay. not, like like just build stuff. I don't know. Fix stuff. It might not be right. You know, because they don't know what they're doing. But they're just always doing something. You're like, dude. Look at this guy. I mean, you keep, stop moving. Yeah. You know?
1: So, so my, I have a family member that was on Adderall before Kyle passed away, and he said, "I bet your house is clean. I bet everything's organized, your closets yeah. and everything." So it's just like, it's, and, you it weight, and you lose weight, and you lose weight because you
2: don't eat. Yeah, I don't eat much. <laughs> and you could see, it. you could see it. People lose weight, you know. And everybody's like, "Oh, well, you pick your face, all that shit." I don't know what that is. I I've never seen that. Okay. I'm a good-looking dude. I know that. So,
1: you have to be the ground. you just yourself. A, you were
2: calling yourself a six earlier. No, that's just because that girl was. Oh, okay. Yeah, that she, girl was a ten. Was, yeah. That, that girl was She like was,
1: a, was probably like a twenty. So you're really yeah, a
2: twelve. You, you brought me down now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's back up. Usually I'm rolling around like a twelve,
2: but <laughs> but you so gorgeous. I'm a I'm a six. Oh, she, she was shit. a twenty. Yeah. So
1: you had to say you're twelve. So you lowered the score. You yep. cut it in half. Yep. Yeah, but I I mean, I'm gonna investigate, I'm gonna look into some of this stuff. But I appreciate you sharing that. And like Austin said,
2: you have a lot of stories. We're definitely gonna get it
0: back because I know there's some stuff that you want to talk about. There's so much.
2: I mean, I don't know what led me to it, I don't just kind of just happened.
1: But, But one of the things that I appreciate, and Austin talks about this on some of the podcasts, is you did this yourself, yeah, like you didn't go reach out and get help. So there is people. There, not is. There are people out there that can do it on their own.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you have to it's want it. It's all a mindset. Okay. You know, a lot of people tell you it's a, it's a mindset. And there's addiction part to it. But if you want to change, you'll change. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, me, I'm always in my head. I've always been in my head. So, like, I always... Everything amazes me. So, like, like the earth, what's out there, you know, stuff like that. Where's God, you know, all that. And... That after dropping meth uh, it was when was it a couple months ago I was sitting in my apartment and I just got my apartment back a long story my brother and all that you know I just got my apartment back gave him money I owed him and And I'm sitting in my apartment and just randomly it ain't like he talked to me it's just I didn't hear words nothing it was just boom right in my head like God just went boom and before that yeah, I believe in God, but I didn't really, whatever, He, needs there. Something's there. But I never looked at the Bible, none of that shit. And and it just, boom, there he is. And I felt it. And I'm like, holy crap, something needs to change. (laughs) So then I started digging into everything. And I started getting amazed by all that. And now I wear a cross and all that and everything. And changing my mind was to that. And I realized that, with my life, I have to stop blaming, you know, and look back and just look for good. Because I was focused on negative all the mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. and I knew that kept leading me back to drugs. So I, so now it's like positive, positive, try and do positive things, yep. positive vibe, and then my life starts changing to positive.
1: So you're not looking in the rearview mirror, but straight ahead. Yeah,
2: and it's, 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 it's a weird feeling. It's just like Austin is. I mean, Austin, me and him look the same people who speak on stage mm-hmm. all that like like um he gave me a book to read on like I want to break habits I want to break you know the bad traits about me I want to fix all that I always wanted to know why to, why am I so good to women and get fucked over you know and I know I'm not a bad yeah. you know mm-hmm. but it's like there's stuff I did bad but I I flowers every single freaking day you know open the doors you know treat them like a woman mm-hmm. And I just keep getting screwed over, and I had to figure out, well, that might be me, you know, you know. So I started. I always wanted to help. I always love helping people. So yeah. it's not a, it's not a good trait to have helping people. It's really, it's good. You're it's, saying girls? No, any, anybody. Anybody. I get screwed over. Oh. You know, you get screwed over a lot when you're a help for person. You are always screwed over. You're like the good guy finishes last. You know, like that shit. Not saying I'm a good guy, but. It's what happens. And then you start seeing that in the people that we watch. Who is it? Uh, Jordan. Tony, Tony Robbins. Jordan, Tony, Tony Robbins really kicked me. You I know, did. watched his thing. Mm-hmm. You know, his live thing. And he's insane with it. The way he talks and makes you believe, like, you might be a problem. Like, there was a girl on there saying her dad's a druggie. You know, hadn't talked to him. You know, mom made him believe all that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and it's okay. Yeah, he was. All he wanted was her to say something to him. she fucking texted him and all texted him and all of a sudden boom like he's saying "I love you thank you for replying he just wanted a reaction from her and yeah. now their life is great together but it shows you that you know you can't tell me anything now that I haven't already told myself in the mirror you can't and dr- druggies will know that you can fucking call me anything you want I already said it in the mirror. I already called myself that before, yeah. you know, and I had to change that, like stop beating yourself up. So now I tell myself every single day, I'm sexy. <laughs> as funny as that may sound, he's yeah. serious and it's, it works. It works. You
1: tell me to do that all the time when I go through yeah. that.
2: Yeah. When you go through depression and like, a, like I got major depression, like bad, you know, I lost a lot of people in my life and I went I abused to drugs, to being cheated on nonstop, you know, all that. Losing my kids and everything. I went through a lot of depression. Well, you, if you sit in that and de- be depressed, you will always be depressed. Yep. And I would always say evil things in my head, not even thinking about, like, you're a piece of shit, da 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 da, because you're being told that. Mm-hmm. So now I'm telling myself that, and I'm like, I know that shit. Fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. But now it's like, I just say, like, I will look in the mirror and go, you're sexy. And people go, "Oh, you're conceited, no, I'm confident, yeah. like yeah. don't don't tell me I'm conceited, I'm confident
1: yeah. well, that's funny because that's when he posts his things on Facebook, and people are like, oh yeah he's he's showing off, and he's really not showing off no." You no. two are more similar than I mean. Oh, I'm we are we've been talking. It now, yeah, just that you two are together. You've like, been figuring out. It, it's amazing. On our dates, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you your
1: dates keep working yeah. those dates because.
2: Yeah, we're getting really along. We think we're going to take the next step. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. He might give me a kiss now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh shit no oh, okay. there's a guy at work but no though. it's
1: amazing that I'm really realizing like right now used to a pretty similar yeah, like a
2: guy at work I told him I said I do that and he laughed and then I said no say it like say you're beautiful say you're sexy cause you don't get that guys don't get that so was, say you're sexy every single day he started doing it at work and then I told him I said I know this sounds weird I said but eight hugs a day you know you're supposed to have that and it actually helped me and me and him just joke around we give hugs and it actually helped yeah. like it was in, it was kind of weird but it helped and I'm like this it's, know? <laughs> it's not,
1: though, because I but don't it
0: works. hug. Bro, you ain't getting a hug from me. I don't hug.
1: But yeah. what I do do is, and people still laugh, and I said it on a podcast once, and I was trying to do it this weekend, is if you can say hello to 10 people, not the same 10 yeah. people every day, and give a compliment to five people, you will feel so much better even if they don't yeah. say hi back, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, you said hi. And I live by that. And I always tell people, if you can't say hi to 10 people, then do it to five and say two people. Yeah. Like, you walked down the street. I just did the other day. And I said, God, that dress is beautiful. She was walking in the tell store. Her. And she, I told yeah. her. Yeah. And and the guy behind me, like, looked at me. And she said, thank
2: you. And yeah. I was
1: like, but people look like you're strange. And I
2: started. I started... <laughs> Learning this, Pennsylvania people, you need to learn this shit. Yeah, okay, right okay. now, when you hold a door for somebody and they say thank you, and you say yep, yo stop that. Okay, because <laughs> I stopped myself doing that now, and I say you're welcome. <laughs> okay. Oh, you just said, and it yep. and it, it helps. because yeah. like, we're so used to saying yep, yep, yep. You're and right. it means nothing. So if you say you're welcome, people will, like get that. Well, yeah, thank you. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yep. <laughs> and it works, but yep is so disrespectful. <laughs> like yep, you know, and that's Thank only you, in yep. PA. Thank you. Yep. Like you're doing it as a job instead no, of service. I'm trying to think.
1: Is that what I said? I probably do. Yeah. Thank and you, I hold yep. the
2: door for everybody, male, female, all that. People love that. You know, you do and, you and it helps. Them. It helps you out too, yeah. doing all that. Yeah. No, it really does. Even if you're having a bad day, just hold the door. You know, say you're welcome. All that. I talk to cashiers, people all the time. There's a lady out where I work, in, near Freeland, Maryland, and every single time, I, I, I freaking love this woman. Every time I walk in, it's just, whew, her. Her energy, yeah, her energy is just so high. She's all happy, da 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 da, and I'm like, that's awesome. Other people, if you're not finding yourself, like other people get like, what the fuck's wrong with this lady? Why is she so happy? Yeah, you know, but now that I found myself, I see that, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It's, it's a vibe. I isn't get it different though? Because yeah. sometimes
1: you see but people look at me and say, "I'm crazy."
0: Yeah, they well, just told had, me at work had... the
1: other day, "What's wrong with you? You're all you're so bubbly." And I'm like, I don't know. Like you start to feel like guilty about it. Like I don't know. Yeah,
2: and it's it. Your life could be going to shit right now. I live in a basement, you know, and I work for a guy. Thank God to him, he's dude. He helped me out so much mm. with everything, you know. But uh i live in a basement and i know where i'm gonna go i could sit there and think i'm in that basement and just hate myself and i'm never gonna get anywhere and now i just go i'm gonna get somewhere i mean you told me to i told you about the vision yeah like i looked at it like meditation like is like, insane how it works mm-hmm. i thought fuck. before like three months ago you tell me meditation <laughs> yeah whatever dude you're fucking weird i'm not buddhism you know you know but i did it and it told me on the thing it said like close your eyes think this and other and i I remember i thought i hopped out of a lifted truck looked at a house walked to somebody shook their hand looked back at the house said i fucking did it you know and it felt so great yeah and now i manifest on that and it says to whenever you start feeling down think about that again and you start building your future, yep. you know, and that's, I think it, it, with guys, it's kind of hard because we're supposed to have nice cars, nice, uh, a lifted truck, nice place, all that money. Masculine. Everything. You can't show yeah, your feelings. Not allowed to show your feelings yeah. and all that. So like I always show my feelings and if you don't like it, go fuck yourself now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of hold it back a lot now because for myself. Not for them. Yep. I could care okay. less what they think. Like for myself, like, all right, read them. Read them before you start jumping yep. in and helping. Yeah. You know? And now there's a lot of girls who can't get to me on that. But <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> yeah. Though.
1: We're not going to air tonight. <laughs> but tuned. you sense it. Yeah.
2: And it Good. It, it's great.
0: Well, I want to, I want to say thanks for coming on. Yeah. I mean, you guys got to hear a little bit about his, his upbringing and, uh, (laughs) yep. And who he is as a person, where he came from, but we're definitely going to have your back. And I know there's some topics that we talked about yeah, in personal that you want to talk about that are very, uh, life changing Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we'll definitely get you back. You got any final words here?
1: Yeah. I just want to thank everybody for holding off on the last couple of weeks when we weren't doing the podcast and, uh, I posted on the thing of Stigma that we're going to get back to our passion. I kind of lost it for a while, but to Austin's point, like tonight coming home from work, I'm like, yeah, we're going to do this again. And I appreciate you coming on because if You're you welcome. wouldn't have stopped with Austin, we probably would have just pushed this off a couple more weeks. So That's thank why I you
2: stopped. for that. Yeah. I wanted to talk about it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, think awesome. I needed
1: to. Good. Yeah. So. Again,
0: uh, I want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Uh, we are still going to be on every Sunday. Um, Whatever podcast platform you use, Spotify, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, we're on all of them. We are not on YouTube. Yeah, we're going to be. Well, Jacoby wants to start doing yeah, film. Yeah, you're going to it. Oh, Filming. I thought we were. I think okay. you film it. He won't, He wants to start doing... uh Live ones?
1: The live. Okay. Not live,
2: good. like recorded.
1: Recorded, but visual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind
2: of like... Man, I feel like we should probably take here. a
1: picture tonight so people can yeah. appreciate you if you're going to be a. a oh, yeah, they need to see my gorgeous. Times. Yeah, they need to see your Put it 12. Put on the cover photo.
2: Oh, here yeah. we go. We
1: need to see your 12. <laughs>
2: the long, luscious hair.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it red? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Right.
0: Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we got that in this one. All, All right, right, guys. guys thanks, thank
2: you. Thanks, Bye. Thanks
0: again for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace.